Welcome to the She Runs It podcast. We're your hosts, Sarah Ratzloff and Nicole DeBoom. We are two successful female business owners who found strength, confidence, and community through fitness and want to share that gift with you. Join us as we talk about what really matters to active women. We can't wait to hang out with you, so let's get started. Hello, friends. How are you today? Thank you so much for being here and joining us on our podcast. I'm excited for today. It's going to be a really good one for me. But before we get started, we always love to talk about what uh, fun little treats and discounts we have for you. And today we usually talk about skirt a little bit. I always like to um, learn about skirt history from Nicole, but we wanted to talk about one of the other businesses um, that's part of our Be Inspired Brands. And that is Momentum Jewelry um, because it actually relates to today's topic. Um, But Momentum Jewelry is actually another company that we acquired um, around the time that skirt, uh, sports joined our family as well. And it is inspirational wearable jewelry. I'm sure a lot of you listening, um, already know and love momentum. Um, but I, it's one of our mutual friends, Amy Cochran had originally started it. She was, um, a very active woman and she had been doing a plank, um, and like needed inspiration. She like looked at her wrist and was like, God, how great would it be if something were on my wrist that was like, just keep going or do better or no excuses or whatever. Right. So she actually went and made this amazing wrap bracelet, um, with inspirational sayings on it that you can wear on your wrist while you're running, while you're working out all day, every day. It's amazing. So, um, we thought we could talk about it today because our topic is a little bit about, um, kind of how to cope when you're not feeling amazing. And, um, so momentum jewelry has so many great sayings. And if you are listening, um, the code pod 20, will get you 20% off your order at momentumjewelry.com. P O D 20. Um, so check it out. And especially if you're listening today and you're having a tough time or you're struggling, Nicole and I wanted to talk about how we keep going when we don't feel good, not like physically ill, but like mentally, you know, sad, overwhelmed, depressed, don't feel good about yourself. Like, I mean, it does happen. I'm sure to all of us. I know it happens to me often. Um, I don't know about you, Nicole. Does that happen for you here and there? Oh, never. Yes, of course it does. I'm totally (laughs) human. And, um, you know, it's really interesting because when I go through those periods where I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And like something sinking in and giving me that like heavy weighted feeling, one of the things that I try to do is change my channel, change the channel. Like in the old days when we were watching TV and you'd have actually mm-hmm. like to walk up to the TV to change the channel. Our kids will never know that, but we did that. We all did pretty much everyone listening yeah. and it's your mental channel. And what I love about this is that Oftentimes a single word or a mantra, which can be on a momentum jewelry, which you're wearing, which is right in front of your face, which is just a really awesome visual cue 
if you just say it to yourself out loud and, and decisively, that can be the thing that gets you to change your mental channel to get you out of, you know, the space where you were. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I think that, I think that makes a lot of sense. We've talked about this before because, um, persistence has always kind of been my word of like, man, I don't feel good. I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know when it's going to get better. And, and so I just, um, actually it was persistence and perseverance. Um, for a while in my life, those were the two words that I would just repeat to myself and be like, it'll get better. It'll get better. Cause there were some really, there were some very dark times in my, in my twenties, um, that I really, I struggled with. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with that completely. Um, I, so I actually saw a therapist for a number of years and she really helped me. Um, so I struggled with this idea that my thoughts, whatever thoughts I had were real. Right. So like, if I thought I wasn't, you know, any of the things I wanted to be like all the things that we tell ourselves that we're bad at, right. Like nobody likes me. I'm not fun. Um, I'll never be loved like all that crap. Um, you know, she really helped me. She was like, Sarah, just because you think it doesn't mean it's real. And I was like, oh, you know, cause I was younger than two. And I was like, oh, what a good, you know, amazing thing. Just because it's in your brain doesn't mean it's real. And then taking kind of the time to examine that thought and say, is this really real? Or do I, is this how I feel right now? You know? And if so, then like, just stop. I mean, really it's negative self-talk is what it is, you know, and, and being able to turn off that negative. I think that's what you're talking about as well is like change the channel to, to something, to something different. You know, uh, one of the other things I have is, um, when someone will, um, give me just a really nice compliment or something that really, um, makes me feel good, I'll write it down and I put it in a little box. And then if I'm ever struggling, um, you know, I can go and I can, I can pull out, um, some of those things, you know, that, uh, made me feel really good. And then I'll be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel better about this. So that's oh. one of the coping mechanisms I have like a self affirmations box, but it's mm-hmm. be- what's cool about that is that somebody else said it to you. So you can't yeah. be like, Oh, well I, I was, I don't believe myself that, mm-hmm. you know, I said this, but it was me saying it to me. This is yeah. someone else paying you a compliment. That is yeah. so cool. And it can be a box. Yes. You can be old school, yeah. Sarah, or it can be a note on your phone, you know, or yeah. something like that. You can have a little like treasure box on your phone and keep yes. these little snap these snapshots. Little, I love exactly. it. You know, one thing that I definitely do is I limit my exposure to social media. Like when I'm not doing well, I'm like, I can't, you know, cause that will really, even in your highest of times, you look at social media and you're like, oh, like, you know, so much FOMO or whatever it is. So, you yeah. know, that's one thing I try to do is just stay off of there. Oh, I think that's so cool. I mean, I've started myself sort of taking little breaks and every once in a while I get on and I do that thing that it actually, there's a term for it. Don't they call it doom scrolling? Yes. Doom scrolling. I was reading an article about that today. Oh, it's so crazy. Um, but yeah, it does. It has the 
I actually step back after I get sucked in for a while. Cause you actually get yeah. sucked in. Like when you were you 10 years old and playing Atari, you know, like our kids get sucked Atari. into YouTube or whatever. Like, so I find myself in my 50 year old brain getting sucked in a little. And at some point I'll go, wait, is this making me feel good or bad? And yeah. every time I ask, it's usually bad unless I'm looking at the upworthy or good news movement, which uh, are these like happy, only uplifting yeah. things, uh, accounts that make you feel good. But then you can get sucked into those two. And it's just a waste That's, of time. But at least it's, it's positive. Oh, you know it. what? Um, I forgot about this. So he, <laughs> one thing I like to do. So the kids and I did this during the pandemic. Um, but now it, it always makes me feel better. But um, if you go on YouTube and you search like funny animal videos. Oh, it's just hysterical. Now, some of them are not. They'll have like the montages and some of them are very funny, but some of them are very funny. There's nothing better than cats getting their head stuck in like jars or jumping when there's a cucumber near them. I know oh it's not humane, but it's still funny. Oh, God, that one is hilarious. You do not want to anytime Sarah McLaughlin starts singing, move away uh, from those. Those are the adoption ones. They're sad. They're the bad ones. Their dogs living in bad yeah. conditions. Move away quick. Yeah. Get back to the cucumber and the cat. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. love it. So that's one. Of, that's another one. My tactic. Oh, and, and movement like going outside. You know, it's hard. I remember really, I had a lot more trouble when I lived in the Midwest. The winters were really hard. That lack of sunshine. Um, it, it just zaps your energy and, and your mood. It's hard to elevate your mood when it's like dreary for however long. So, um, so it's easier now that I live in Florida to manage some of that, but, um, but definitely no matter what going outside and like walking, I mean, it's proven that, um, something like that can really elevate your mood, you know, quickly and, and efficiently. You know, I actually learned something. This is so interesting. It's a little bit off point, but we often say I'm going out to get some vitamin D and it does oh, help yeah. to have your it sunshine does. and to be outside and moving. I mean, that is, that's my number one go-to. I don't feel good. It's like, get out the door, go at least just go walk. If it turns into something else, great. Yeah. But somebody the other day was like, by the way, Nicole, you're not actually getting any vitamin D in Colorado in the winter. And I was like, what? And apparently, and you can look this up, you do need to supplement your vitamin D and vitamin D can make you feel better. It can help your brain, but yeah. it can also help your immunity um, because of the angle of the sun where you live. So you'll have to, if you're listening, this is a wow. real thing. I was like, that is bull. I'm getting vitamin D. And then I looked it up and, and talked to another dermatologist and they're like, yeah, you don't actually get the vitamin D, but you still get the happy factor. Wow. I know. Funny, huh? That's good. Um, Ooh, sorry, Sarah, I need some <laughs> vitamin coffee. Um, oh my well, God. so I was going to mention though. So my doctor has me taking vitamin D and K, I think it's K3 because that uh -huh. helps with the absorption of it as well. Uh -huh. So that's one of the things he was like, okay, your, your blood work. And actually, if you have blood work with your PCP, um, they can identify any vitamin deficiencies. I, one of my friends reached out and she had just asked all of us and said, Hey, um, um, 
you know, I'm having, I'm struggling to keep my energy up and my mood, you know, do you guys have any suggestions? And I think all of us had responded that, um, we were trying to take some vitamin D and had, and had done a lot of different blood work and, and that kind of things. And that actually makes me think as well. So I have a group of friends. Um, I actually have two different groups of friends that I have on a text chain that we just kind of like update each other here and there, or if we're struggling, we'll reach out and, and share, um, the struggle or just, um, I don't know, just kind of support each other. Right. So knowing that other people, cause I don't, I don't have a ton of friends that live near me. Um, so I'm not, you know, I can't just call somebody and go over to their house and, and, you know, feel better. A lot of my coworkers are working out of state. Um, so, um, that's a really nice way to feel connected, uh, to humans. Um, that's really helped me a lot. I do think that that's a big one. That's a huge one. And, you know, when you're really having a tough time earlier, you said, taught you talk to a therapist. Now you mentioned talking to friends. It's all about connecting with other humans, because a lot of times when we're going through hard things, we feel very alone and we start to actually think that we are the only ones in the world who've been through this. Um, I'm going to add a layer to that. So in addition to, you know, talking to your friend groups, talking to people you trust who hopefully will help you feel less alone in, in this issue or taking it up a notch talking to a therapist. Some people may not have um, the funds to go out and pay for therapy. There are hotlines and helplines. If you are really deep in and you're really, really struggling, I just wrapped a 10-part podcast series called Touched by Suicide. And uh, in it, I learned a lot about the fact that when often when people are struggling, it's they get further and further away from other people. And there there is a suicide helpline. You can call, just Google it. Um, there are other mental health online. I think BetterHelp, there's a whole bunch of mental health online resources too. So you don't necessarily have to book an appointment with a therapist, see if they take your insurance, wait two months and get right. in, and then they're not a good fit. So then you're like, oh, now I got to find somebody else. Um, There's a lot of other options. So this is once if you're really if you're really deep, do not sit alone in this issue and let it and let it escalate to something that could be very terrible. It's so interesting you say that because I tend to I will start to self isolate myself a lot of times when I don't feel good. You know, I don't, it's hard to share like that part of, oh, I don't feel good. And so I'm like, oh, I'll just, it's just better if I'm by myself, I'll keep this to myself. And, and it's, um, and it's, I, I've had to learn over time to, that I have to kind of force myself out of that, that reaction. Um, but you're right. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, here's what I've noticed. Anytime something's been pretty bad. So let's say, when I was deep in my alcohol abuse stage of life and I Uh felt ashamed and did not want to talk about it with people because it 
hurt to talk about it. And I didn't want to stop. You know, I was like, oh, if I say it, I'm going to have to stop. But when it finally got bad enough and I finally shared it, I found that I was absolutely not alone. I found that there was way more compassion for me stopping than continuing this behavior that was negative. And um, and I felt supported. And I think once you crack that egg, you will start to feel better about it. It's hard to crack it, but once you crack it, it it has this ripple effect and you're like, oh my God. And then you can start to talk about things and in a positive way. I agree completely. Yeah. Rarely have I actually reached out and connected and then felt like, well, that was, (laughs) I wish I hadn't done that. Like almost always, you know, you almost, and you dread a lot of these too. You're like, oh, I have to tell my mom. Right. And you build up a conversation so much worse than it ever is. That's totally what it is. I'm like, oh, none of my friends like me. And then I'm like, I talk to them. They're like, oh, my God, I've been. And I'm like, oh, what is wrong with me? Exactly. And you You always you always think it's going to be a doomsday answer. And yeah. So once you say it and it's out there, you just have to say it. Just get it out there. I agree. You know, I have another thing that really helps me Tell when me. I'm having a tough time making plans for the future. You um, know, thinking about, yeah, I want to go on a trip. I want to let's dream a little. What do we want to do? Yeah. Where can we take pickle my new puppy in our backpack next? You know, like All we right. feel stuck at home right now, but there's this whole world out there waiting for us to explore and we can do it in a way we've never yes. done making future plans, having something to look forward to that, um, that really helps. I love that idea. That's a really good one. I might have to use that one. I don't think I've done that really before. And it sounds like fun. I mean, I've like made, you know, I've had plans or things like that, but not really thought about like, okay, well let's, let's plan for something in the future. So Sarah, helpful. We have 10 things. Should we, should we wrap it up and review the 10 things? Yes. Were you taking notes? Oh yeah. I'm like, I love it. I love it. Okay. 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 Let's do it. Okay. Number one, change your channel. And this can be done through getting a mantra, having a word, snapping yourself, change your mental channel. And to your point, just because you think it, doesn't mean it's real. Write that down right now. Put it in a note on your phone or wherever you want to put it. Just remember that is a very important part for you to change your mental channel. So that's number one. Number two, three, and four are all about connection. The first one is talk to a friend. I'm not going in order, but I like this order. Talk to a friend, put it up. Yeah. The second one is talk to a therapist, a therapist, seek some, a little more professional help. And the fourth one is if you're really struggling, call a helpline, call a crisis line. Don't let yourself go down a deep, dark rabbit hole alone. There are ways to connect. So talk to a friend, seek out a therapist, call a little more emergency help um, option. Okay. Next. Number five, delete your negative self-talk. 
say goodbye. How do we do that? We turn it positive. Number six, and this is a way to do it. When people compliment you, write it down and stick it in a Sarah Ratzliff old school box or put it on your phone or something so that you can come back to that to help you delete your negative self-talk down the road. Next. And here's another thought too. Let me just add to it. Do it. when my bestie Heidi came to visit, she would write me these sweet little post-it notes about things. And so you can, and so then it would be like on my mirror or, you know, so those positive self-affirmations, like right when you feel good, write them to yourself and stick them all around so you can see them. So you have that visible, like positiveness around you. Love that. Okay, next is limit your exposure to social media. It's just smart. It's why that should just be like all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Which is hard when you're running a business and you need to post on social media, but, um, but that's not your personal and that should be different. And that should be more purpose oriented. Just if you find yourself getting sucked down the rabbit hole, um, tell yourself, ask yourself, is this making me happy or sad? And then get off, get off. Um, next is movement. Duh. Go outside, get some sunshine, big time important. Number nine is take your supplements that will help you feel good in possibly investigate vitamin D and K3 and uh, anything else that you may be lacking to help you sort of naturally get to where you need to go. And, you know, I'm going to add on to that because I think a lot of people do benefit from antidepressants, whether they are natural or prescribed by a doctor. So Mm -hmm. if you are in a place where you need that to help move you forward, um, I support that. All right. And the last one, number 10, make future plans, have something to look forward to. We did a good job, didn't we? Yeah. I'm so impressed that you were taking those notes. I was just jabbering away and you had like some serious structure. I loved it. Well, we want to hear from you as well. Any, um, things that you do, um, any suggestions that you have, um, we would love to hear about those as well. And if you're looking for wearable inspiration, stop by momentumjewelry.com. There's some amazing sayings there um, that can serve as a daily reminder and save 20% on your order with pod 20. So I hope that you will join us in our next episode. And I hope this was helpful um, uh, in, in helping you in some way um, if you're having a tough time. So we love you. Um, you're part of our community and we believe in you and are thankful that you're here with us. So we will see you on the next episode. We will. And guess what? I'm looking forward to it. Me too. We'll see you there. Adios. Adios.